You know, whatever it is God has led you to do, you have to do it. It's so important. That's your assignment, okay? Because you're an army. You're in God's army. Speaking of army, I'm going to bring on uh, my guest tonight. I uh, wrote a book called uh, Military Guide to Armageddon. Two fabulous, wonderful Christian men, uh, Mr. Uh, David Giamona and uh, Troy Anderson. Troy, David, you there? We are here. David, it's good to be with you tonight. Good to have you guys. Um, okay, here's my first question. I get right to the point. You guys wrote the book, and I know that this is close to your heart, and I know that you live and breathe it. Are we in the tribulation, what Scripture calls the great, I don't know if Scripture calls it the great tribulation, but it's labeled, are we in the tribulation? Uh, no, we're not in the tribulation, but we're headed toward there pretty quickly. Uh, we're in the buildup, the prelude to the great tribulation where, you know, the Antichrist uh, will be ruling the earth and uh, economic meltdown and global war and all those other things. But, uh, you know, it's laid out in the Bible book, both in Daniel, throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament. So we're not there yet. We're heading there pretty quickly. Okay. So when you say pretty quickly, quickly, because I, I, you know, I like to be, let, let's, let's, Let's get detail here. I'm seeing the world kind of going to hell right now. I'm seeing um, uh, what's quickly what I would call the one world government. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's there's one agenda. It seems like it's superseding everything else. And, you know, looking at what's happened ever since the election and leading up to today, it's almost like I pinch myself and go, am I even on this planet anymore? Am I in the twilight zone? It, seeing all this stuff that's going on, guys, are we just around? I mean, what is happening today that you would attribute to the tribulation? Are there things that are linked to it that we need to be looking for? Yeah, David, uh, you know, I mean, this this could not be a more immediate issue. Right now, the, the elite came out last summer and announced the great reset of capitalism. And essentially, this is just sort of a, a different term for the for what, you know, Islamic consolidated the, the New World Order. So they're they're actually rolling this out in, in Davos, Switzerland, here uh, in the very near future, all the details. And, uh, you know, some people have described this as the uh, you know, just a, a, a great push towards socialism, a socialist world system. And the Bible predicts that there will be something like this and ultimately come under control of the Antichrist. So so this is all being rolled out right now. Uh, you know, recent report came out and said there's been a, a huge increase in, in natural disasters and, and, and intensity of natural disasters. You know, of course, the Bible said that kind of thing would happen. We're, we're just seeing this, you know, acceleration and convergence of all these prophecies that Jesus and the prophets told us about. It's, it's happening in real time now. Okay. Now we talk about reset. A lot of people think it's just a financial reset, which it is a financial reset, but it's more of a reset than that. And I'll let you guys pick and choose who wants to answer these questions. But what other type of reset is there other than just financial? Well, um, this is Colonel Jamona. And back in 2012, uh, I attended the Army War College. And in the War College, almost every book I read, and the War College is for senior leaders in the military. So, there, you know, it's Army lieutenant colonels and colonels that are going to be general officers in the military, leaders. And uh, every book I read said the only way to world peace, the only way to bring the world together without killing each other is to have a world government. 
a United Nations type of government that brings everybody together and so controls the military, controls the chaos, controls the economy, uh, controls uh, health and medicine and all those things. That was written in our books in the War College. So, you know, I know that our government, at least, is uh, in tune to this global reset that's occurring right now. Okay. So the reset is financial. The reset is also culture. The reset is educational. The reset is religion, uh, the one world religion. This is all part of that resetting, correct? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a very comprehensive orchestrated plan. I mean, it's, it's been decades, if not centuries in, in the making. And, uh, and for, some, for some reason, they essentially decided to pull the trigger on it on it now. And uh, so we're, we're out watching the acceleration. It's, you know, it's financial. It's, it's tied in with the, the, so, the big push for socialism we're seeing going on worldwide here in America and across the world. It, it's cultural, this sort of inversion of the Judeo-Christian foundations of the West. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, ultimately part, it will be part of this, this global religion the Bible talks about. And, and it's also what uh, we're seeing it play out in, in the news. You know, just this, uh, this, all this, you know, massive deception and, and, uh, uh, you know, just uh, disinformation that we're seeing now. It's, so it's all sort of pushed in together into this one, one campaign and they've now sort of relabeled it. It's also tied in with, you know, United Nations Agenda 2030 and, uh, you know, many different elements that the, you know, the elite have been talking about for decades and now it's, now it's being rolled out. Yeah. You know, um, I talked earlier about people's assignment about um, in these last days, we need to know what it is God needs for us to do. And I know, Colonel David, you coming from a military background, um, you know, I'm sure the importance of knowing your assignment uh, in a military. Okay. Um, how would you equate the military and the, the assignment given in a military, the structure of the military, how would you equate that with Christianity, with us as the body of Christ? You know, David, that's a great question. And it's really one of the reasons we wrote the Military Guide to Armageddon. Almost every chapter really equates to our assignment. God has called us, number one, to be warriors for him, not wimps. Uh, a lot of pastors want to make their congregations the wimps. I don't understand that, but you know, the Bible's full of assignments that have been given to the prophets, given to, as you said earlier, to Jesus himself. And so, you know, the military, uh, you can't pick and choose your own assignment. You're, you are given your assignment by the commander in chief. Well, our commander in chief is Jesus Christ himself, who is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And he has given us the assignment. The problem is, a lot of people are not even listening to the King of Kings in their life. They're doing their own thing. They're not reading the word of God. They're not really motivated by the power of the Holy Spirit. So they wonder why their wife, life is falling apart. It's because they're not following God's assignment for them. Well, yeah, you know, and I noticed it's, it's all about the latest YouTube video, all about watching, uh, you know, Fox News, whatever it is, hanging on to what those guys say on television or on the YouTube video. It's good to be out there and get information, but, but the, the, the main thing we have to look at is God's word. And if that's not the foundation, if that's not the first thing we go to first thing in the morning and get rid of all those nonsense videos, that's, you know, half of it drives me crazy. We're going to end up getting sucked in to this uh, 
to this reset and not even know it. I want to I want to ask you guys uh, before we take a break. Where's the church in all this? You know, we see things just going to Hades and back. Where you know, is the church? Yeah, David, I'd like, be, and Troy might have some uh, on this too, but I really want to talk. It's passionate with me. The church is the reason why we're in the mess that we're in. The church has bought into the council culture, bought into the pressure of, of our culture and our media and our pastors uh, you know, they're not reading the Word of God. They're not giving their congregation uh, the strength that they need. And a lot of people, everywhere I go and I speak, and Troy the same way, we get this uh, question, why isn't the church talking about what you guys are talking about? And the, the answer is fear. They're afraid. Pastors are afraid of what the congregation might think or the culture might think. And, uh, and, and we're also living in the spirit of Jezebel, which is what we talk about in the book, but also the spirit of Jezebel is the fact that Jezebel, you know, was ruling the is, is northern kingdom uh, with Ahab, the king. And what she uh, said went, and everybody was afraid of her because she was killing the prophets. And there's a spirit of Jezebel, as the book of Revelation says, in our churches today, because we're tolerating that fear. We're tolerating that non-compliance with assignments. We're tolerating so many things that are not godly. That's where the church is right now. Yeah. You know, um, I spoke last week on, it's not the preachers. I call them these feel-good candyland preachers. They don't set out and go, I'm going to gather a congregation. What happens is you have a group of people that have a belief system, okay, a Six Flags Over Jesus belief system where they want to candy land Jesus, and they set out to find a preacher that will, that will preach that message, okay? I'm a big believer in that. I used to think, well, here you have this con artist preacher over here preaching this stuff, and they, they con all these people. No, 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 no. The people want it. And so the judgment of the people is that pastor they're listening to. Now, I said that for this reason, guys, and then we're going to take a break. What if someone right now is listening to a pastor? I'm a, it's going to be a tough one, okay? What if they're listening to a pastor? He's preaching a really good message. You know, he looks good, talks good. You know, most of his stuff is pretty good. But he's just not talking about any of this. You know, instead wants to stay away from it. I turned on a very well-known preacher today because he has his his church has been closed down for about I don't know about nine months now because of COVID. And I'm thinking, what's this dude talking about now? Because usually he's got forty thousand people in front of him. I turn it on, and the first thing he says is, "This is your best day. I mean, and it's coming at you right now. This is it. It's coming your way." And I'm going, "Oh God, it's you know, <laughs> change it now." You know, what do you say to someone out there listening or gatherers? And I know this doesn't apply to a lot, but they've been listening to preachers that have the, the nice feel-good stuff going on, but they just don't want to bring this into the picture. What do you say? What do you have to say about that? Well, uh, uh, David, you know, this is very interesting thing. You know, for, for, for many years, for decades now, the church has largely avoided talking about you know, Bible prophecy and what's really happening, avoiding controversial subjects. But then here, just like uh, six months ago, Lifeway Research came off a poll. It said nine in 10 pastors see signs of the end times and current events, yet they're not talking about it. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, 
definitely encourage your pastor to start telling them what's really happening. You know, look into the Bible. A third of the Bible is Bible prophecy. It's it's predictive in nature, and yeah. uh, and, and give some sermons on on reality. Help wake up the church. Get the church ready and prepared. That's that's the you know the point of our book is to help awaken and prepare the church for the end times. We're moving into this period, and and like you say, God has given us all an assignment, and so you know this book is designed to help you you know find the assignment that, that the Lord has given you. Absolutely. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your book. Um, so I just tell preachers, I, I talked to one pastor, really good guy, really good guy. I said, don't, why don't you ever bring up current affairs? Why don't you bring up the election? Why don't you bring up what's happening? He goes, I don't want to do it in church. I'll do it in a Bible study. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you may not have the opportunity to teach another Bible study. Now's the time. Matthew 24, guys, you know this. When the disciples asked Jesus, when will all these things be? Tell us more. He, the first, one of the first things he said is, be not deceived. <laughs> he said, don't be conned. I touched the oil, I hit the ground, and I felt the Lord just start to lift the grief off of my heart. I think how old were you? Probably seven. You, you start lifting off the bed. You would see these, uh, these really dark figures walk and run by our window. Why would an alien or demon want to abduct somebody. I tell you, this is not going to be 3,000 dead. This wow. is going to be millions wow. dead. It's not the lukewarm church that's going to awaken. They're going to think, oh, the New World Order is wonderful. This is what we've been praying for. This needs to be analyzed. What is the source of this particular miracle? What was the first sign of the Bible leaking oil? We analyzed the oil and Basically, here's what we found. We're standing in the midst of what they call the earthworks. We're in Newark, Ohio. Modern-day archaeologists insist that Native Americans built all these. Here's okay. the problem. When we ask Native Americans who built these, they right. say, we don't know. They were here when we got there. Now, in some of these cases, we've been taken to ritual sites where actual rituals have been done. The two symbols over here, yeah. to the left, you'll find the star, like a, like a witchcraft pinnacle. Pagan pinnacle. Some of these cases involves high-level crimes of blood sacrifice that we've had to turn in evidence. Ten million ritually abused people in the United States. I believe that that's first generation only. We're dealing with with 18-year-olds, 21-year-olds. Now we're dealing with 12-year-olds. They're in child psych wards all across America. And now we're standing directly in front of the Mandalay Bay. So the killer walked into a hotel room just like this one. And over a period of several days, he carried lots of suitcases up, loaded with weapons and ammunition. But the question is, why did he do it? There's so many questions about what happened a year ago. The law enforcement closed the case. I had no idea what God was gonna reveal to me. When they infiltrate churches, they wanna lay hand on somebody. Right. They wanna speak in counterfeit tongues. They want to release demons. You have no privacy. It, it, it's, it's a hive mind. 